Hello and welcome to the Blasphemous Pope Cathedral. I am your Blasphemous Pope, Harry, and this is Sermon 20. Uh, just a little announcement coming along with this sermon. This will be the last one for a bit while I delve back into the meditations content. We are going to be uh, discussing collecting, purifying, and storing water. Now let's get to these show notes, shall we? Uh, friends of the Blasphemous Pope podcast. We have RLM, Real Liberty Media, with Vincent Easley. Um, you can find them on rlm.com or reallibertymedia.com. And uh, currently they are undergoing some uh, design and content changes, so bear with them. One of those content changes is Broad Assumptions is going to be added to their roster, which is uh, another two friends of the Blessmas Pope podcast, Donna Van Meter and Amy Russell. Um, I have no date on that as of yet, but as soon as it's available, I will be sure to be shouting it out. Keep your eyes peeled. Star O'Hara over on Substack her project extremist being awesome well we are now in the month of october so that month promotion where you could just drop in is over uh in order to become part of this uh motivation and accountability group you will have to be subscribed i believe it is twenty dollars a month and if you buy the year it is uh two months off um you can check out uh, any of the posts, there's a whole category there for extremists being awesome. Um, you can check that out on Star Harris Substack. Nathan Frazier, the ma- master of the dark arts of marketing, uh, you can find him on Success Magica across most social media or under his name, Nathan Frazier. Um, he is definitely a person to keep an eye on if you are looking to market your ideas or to uh, expand your audience or sell your ideas. Other friends of the Blasphemous Pope podcast, these are people who generally just are sharing the message and have been since day one. Christy Caruana over on Instagram, uh, Kennedy Edwards or Kennedy Joy Edwards over on Twitter, um, We Trade Free, uh, London Gardens also on Twitter, um, and Mike Witt over on Instagram. Uh, Currently, we are engaged in a plethora of projects and challenges and whatnot. Um, I have been kind of delinquent on posting about my uh, physical challenge, and I apologize for that, but I've been very busy trying to make money in the real world in order to not be homeless. So uh, we've been focusing more on that and less on posting stuff. Uh, Currently, we are doing an indoor grow and outdoor grow and an outdoor composting project uh, this past week with Ian blowing through here uh, has made some challenges. I had to bring all the plants inside and whatnot, but uh, there was no damage to the property, so it's all, that's all good. You can find posts and other things about the projects that we do here and the challenge um, on my socials. You can look up my socials. That's my name, Harry Felker, on most of them, and uh, my web page is harryfelker.wordpress.com um, this podcast is supported by ads and if that's a problem for you i apologize but it's what i have to do in order to monetize uh, the podcast 
also by listener support. If you do feel generous and you feel like supporting this podcast, it can come at a price, a low, low price of 99 cents a month. Um, you can be like Real Liberty Media and be a uh, listener supporter. Uh, part of that package is that I, you know, I'm going to shout out what you're doing or or who you are and you know label you as a listener supporter so that everyone knows how cool you are. Um, so with that being said, um, we are about to start Sermon 20, breaking the barrier. And um, before I get really into the nitty gritty of this sermon. Um, I just want to make it abundantly clear that uh, we don't live in a free world and most of my suggestions are going to be dealing with that, uh, being free in an unfree world. So stay tuned and I'll see you after this brief message. Thank you for coming back after that brief ad break. Sermon 20, Breaking the Barrier. When I discover who I am, I will be free. Ralph Ellison. Um, This is not a uh, support of Ralph's ideas. It's just a good quote. Thank you very much. Seeking Liberty. There are two ways in which people generally seek liberty. They seek liberty from the outside and they seek liberty from within. When you seek liberty from the outside, you aren't seeking for any real freedom, you are seeking for permission. And that's something that has to be said. No one outside of you is going to give you your freedom. No one outside of you will be able to ever give you freedom. Something that's going to have to come from within and that is the end of that. You control you. You do not have the right, the authority to control others. And when you seek liberty from outside of you, that is what you are doing. You are looking for an authority to control others, to allow you to do what you want to do. That is not freedom because that can be taken away just as easily as it was granted. When I say control, I mean laws, rules, regulations. These things do not grant freedom. You do not vote yourself free. Never. You vote yourself into slavery. And it's a particular slavery that you enjoy, then you're happy. And if it's not, then you seek to vote away the parts that don't make you happy. And you seek to enforce the ones that do. 
This is not freedom. Again, this is permission. There, with this comes this utopian idea of we get just the right people in and everything will be perfect. I will explain this to you as simply as I can. Nobody who wants the position of authority should have the position of authority. Nobody that wants the position of authority wants to allow you to be free. It is utopian. People say anarchism in and of itself is utopian. We have no idea. But the reality is trying to find an authority that will allow you to be free, um, that is utopian. In 5,000 years of, of recorded government, it has never happened. So I'm, I'm going to say experience is on the side of what I'm saying. Now, liberty from within is, is really where the root of liberty lies. Um, the, the fact of the matter is, you, if you are not free within yourself, then you are not free at all. Um, and, and this has to be done internally. This is that deep internal work that most people are completely unwilling or unable to come to grips with. You are going to have to accept that freedom means that people will be free to do things that you don't like. And that's okay. The fact is, is that you just can't escape yourself. You, you can go and separate yourself from people you don't agree with. And that is completely acceptable. You can find your tribe and you can build a community and the, the social structures and, and the, and the mores and morals and what have you of that society will be matching what you want but you have to understand that that comes from within you have to live your freedom in order for your tribe to find you and the only way to live your freedom is to really do that deep work and find who you are as a person as a free person not as a citizen, not as a state slave. When we come back, we'll talk about some realism. back to the blasphemous pope okay so the dose of realism that comes with this the reason why um, I'm telling you that you're gonna have to do internal work in order to, to deal with this to, to come to grips with um, the freedom that you seek is because freedom is not a, a common phenomenon for people it is not something the majority of people want 
and you are going to always be an outlier and you have to understand that that is going to be your situation forever so you really have to dig down deep and find out if you if you're seeking freedom is going to sustain you while you live in a very unfree world so with that being said let's move on uh, is what you're looking for actually freedom and um, what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna lay out the the, the land for you freedom comes with two things responsibility and respecting others if you can manage those two things you can manage to search for liberty that's that's all it really takes if you are willing to take responsibility for your life and when I say for your life I don't mean only mean the defense of your life I mean the uh, you know sustaining of your life via food via water seeking shelter all of these things are taking responsibility for your life it's not only um, do you have enough guns and ammo in order to protect yourself it's do you have enough food to sustain yourself do you have a, a reasonable plan for acquiring food to to sustain yourself do you have clean water do you have an ability to find shelter these are responsibilities in a in a free world that become your problem because there potentially is nobody there to save you and at at the point in time if you live in America there's no one here to save you anyway but in in the sense that when you're dealing with a a, a non-authority social situation you you don't have anybody collecting taxes in order to try to save you let's just put it that way you have to take responsibility for your choices and I'm not going to say choices um, specifically ethically morally bad or good but all of your choices um, even the best intended choices sometimes have bad results and we have to accept the responsibility for those choices and our part in creating that situation much in the same way as um, people are complaining about how they don't have enough money to buy gas and food and yet they are completely oblivious to the fact that their actions over the last few years have led to this happening faster you know, led to the inflation and they refuse to accept responsibility for their choices did did those choices help people in the short term absolutely but in the long run we're looking at a disaster now when I say respecting others now this is very important here um, everybody has the authority to associate with whom they wish and to not associate with whom they wish you don't have to associate with people but you do have to respect the fact that they are human beings and therefore they have authority over their own lives if you do not find what they're doing tasteful you don't associate with them that's it uh, I personally I don't like the accordion I will not be living in a community filled with accordion players fair enough this can be expanded to any issue 
if you don't like that people use drugs well then you don't go to a community you don't associate with a community of people who use drugs it's that simple they aren't harming you in any way you don't have the authority to harm them which brings us to the next point of initiation of force or initiation of violence um, when you respect other people you respect the fact that you can't just initiate violence willy-nilly when we come back we'll delve a little bit deeper into this and then we will be talking about being free in an unfree world Thank you for coming back after that short ad break. Let's uh, continue on. Let's trudge along here with initiation of violence. All right. So basically, if you are looking for a methodology for initiating violence against others because they're doing things you don't agree with and it's not directly violating you or harming you in some way, um, you're not looking for liberty. You're looking for a government of your choosing. And you can reference uh, segment two here where I talk about looking for freedom coming from outside. It's just not going to happen. Moving right along, being free in an unfree world. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know I am morally responsible for all that I do. Heinlein. The takeaway from this is you have to understand something. I rape and murder as much as I want to. That that number is zero. And that's the case for a lot of people. The rules that surround us, a lot of them are tolerable because there are things that we would do normally. Normally people aren't murdering people. Normally people aren't stealing from people. This is not normal behavior for the average human being. So, um... The, the ones that are obnoxious, the you need to have permission to use your property or to build an extension or to paint a shed a certain color in your backyard. These things are the obnoxious things that we're talking about here. Um, there are others, but, you know, that's the reality of the situation. Um, being free in an unfree world doesn't mean that you're breaking all of the rules. You're just breaking the rules that you find intolerable. Um, and I would hope that anybody listening here isn't thinking that, you know, outright murder is something that should be tolerable. Let's just put it that way. We have to seek freedom as is. There is not going to be some utopian rebellion that is going to then manifest into this non-hierarchical uh, a free society it's it's not gonna happen that way there's no point in history where a violent revolution has resulted in a non uh, government hierarchy being the replacement for it 
it's not that nature abhors a vacuum and humans under the power of other humans is one of those vacuums that is abhorred. It's that shitty people exist and they are going to continue to be shit forever. And we have to understand that. If there is a an avenue to have control over other people, the literal worst people in your society will seek to have those positions. And they will get them because they will do anything in order to get them. And you will be right back where we are now. That's it. Period. Full stop. End of story. It'll happen even faster than the 200 years it took from the American Revolution to now. It'll happen 10 times faster. It'll a hundred times faster because they know they can get away with all of that stuff that they did. <laughs> They'll just do it. They'll just start from where the last one was left off. Just a little bit less. So with that being said, let's move right along. What you really need to focus on is mitigating the effect of having a government on you. That's what doing that internal work is going to do. It is going to get you ready to accept the fact that there are things that you're going to have to sacrifice and there's things that you're going to have to work harder in order to attain. And how that works is by mitigation. The first thing you want to do is you want to escape as much dependency as you possibly can. Um, number one, utilities. Any of the utilities that you can produce your, for yourself is getting yourself out of the system. Um, employment. If you can escape employment, that would get you completely out of the system. Um, there are things that you cannot escape. You cannot escape property taxes. As long as you live under a government, there is going to be property tax. Um, when we come back, uh, we're going to finish up Seeking Freedom as is, with, and then we're going to have this lovely quote by me. Um, I hope to see you there. I am in competition with no one. I run my own race. I have no desire to play the game of being better than anyone in any way, shape, or form. I just aim to be better than I was before. This quote was attributed to various people and I can't really put a finger on who actually said it. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. Now, when we are trying to mitigate uh, the effects of having a state and we're trying to be as free as we can be in this very unfree world, one of the most important things that we can develop is a community, a community that is present in our, our physical lives, 
that is has uh, sustainability, sufficiency, and is, if in need, self-contained. And I know I am beating a dead horse when I say this because I say this a lot. The power of having a community within your grasp that can support you and that you can support is very important. The reality is that no one is going to find their freedom all by themselves. The lone wolf out on the prairie growing their own food and hunting and providing their own electricity or what have you, that's not going to happen. It is impossible for any one man or woman or even a small family to do everything that is needed in order to sustain a reasonable level of life. You Living is a 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week job, especially if you're doing it by yourself. The whole having any time outside of constantly trying to survive comes with a community. That is just the harsh reality. So build that community. Now, the caveat to that is that the community that you build has to be on the same mission as you. Everyone has to be on the same team. You can't build a community uh, with people who have various objectives. Uh, everyone is going to be an individual and you know individuals have individual wants, but the overarching mission of surviving a dystopia of being as free as you possibly can be in this unfree world that has to be standard amongst everybody involved for a couple of reasons one for the overall security of the community um, but also because if there is a break in this in this overarching mission that is going to be the person that is going to uh, bring everything down around everybody's ears. So I want to make sure that everybody understands that um, not everybody has to be the same. Of course, that's, that's not what I'm saying by everyone being on the same mission. What I'm saying is that you know er, your community is going to be comprised of individuals. Those individuals are going to have their own strengths, their own weaknesses. And the whole point of having the community is to make up for everybody's weaknesses with everyone else's strengths. Um, you can't eliminate every weakness that everybody has. It's just not feasible. But what you can do is mitigate their, the places where they're weak. If someone is not very technically able, um, providing, providing power might be something that's, that's within your power. If someone is not really good at growing any food, but is completely uh, a master carpenter everybody has uh, a use in the community in which they can uh, contribute that's just the way that that is it is not in this or that land that you will find your freedom nor is it in any other person either it is only from within yourself that you may destroy the barriers to your freedom the chains have always been in your mind.
break them. Thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back next week with Meditations on Water. I hope you're there.